Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 48 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, where retailers are now buying wholesale. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Of course, I just want to say first that I am batch recording podcast episodes. I try to batch record anywhere between like three and five episodes at a time. And if you hear me talk about time management, batching is great. It's a great tool. It's a great way to get things done. Um, I'll have to do a podcast episode on it. But anyhow, I'm sitting here recording and I'm batching all these episodes. And of course, today is a day there's a lot of construction happening on my street, on the road. (laughs) And to me, it sounds obnoxious. Hopefully it doesn't sound obnoxious to you since I'm in a back room at the back of my house. But it's like uh, Murphy's Law, right? Of course, when I go to record, that's when everyone wants to work outside. So my intention for this episode is to help both aspiring retailers and current independent retail store owners figure out how and where to buy wholesale merchandise, especially now, right? This is one of those questions I wish someone would have answered for me seven or eight years ago. And although I'm an avid Googler, I don't recall being able to find a clear answer to this question back then either. Since then, many things have changed, like the addition of online wholesale platforms, which I'll talk about. And wow, has this changed the game for retailers? But at the time, I just, my sister and I didn't know where to go to buy, and we had to figure it out. Before I start, I want to begin with the shopkeeper shout out. And this shopkeeper shout out goes to Veronica of Enchanted Conservatory. For inspiring this episode, Veronica sent me a message in December of 2019. And for those of you who think if you send me something and I don't act on it right away, trust me, I log and keep track of everything. So your episode topic might be coming. But Veronica said, hey, Kathy, I've been listening to your podcast, which has been great. I thought I'd reach out with an episode request suggestion. I have an Etsy shop, but I've been really thinking about opening a brick and mortar home decor store. There's obviously a ton I don't know, but I was wondering if in one of your episodes, you talk about how to find and reach out to wholesale suppliers and manufacturers, or even how to find the product you want to sell. All of that has me tied up in knots. I'd love to hear how successful shop owners have gotten started. Thanks and keep up the great work. And she signed it, Veronica. So Veronica, thank you. I will be sure to link your Instagram account in our show notes. Um, Thanks for the message. Thanks for giving me an episode idea. I appreciate it. For anyone else who has an episode idea, you can DM me on Instagram too. My username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. Okay, let's get started on this episode. Prior to COVID, my answer to this question would have been somewhat different. So I'm glad I held off on this episode until now because things have changed um, regarding buying and we've had to adjust. This adjustment has been frustrating for some retailers. I, I get it. Combing through catalogs or spending countless hours online trying to source and buy can be really, really frustrating for an independent retailer. We already do so much and our time is precious. 
And I've seen some of the women in, in our communities, the Shopkeepers Lab and Master Shopkeepers, express frustration because now they're spending 5, 10, 15 hours a week trying to buy products for their stores. And that's, that's a lot of hours. So I want to get started on this list of where, if you're new to this, or even if you aren't new to this and you're curious, what are some other options for buying? Let's get started on the list. And the first one is probably the most obvious. And those are markets. If you're new to retail, like I was eight years ago, you might wonder what people mean when they say market. There are markets of all sizes, but the national markets are massive buildings with hundreds of showrooms where you can walk through with a sales rep, you can look at merchandise, you can pick it up, touch it, see it, and that's where you place orders for products that get shipped to your store throughout the year. So there is a really long list, and I can't name them all, but I made sure to include some of the most popular and the biggest markets that I know of. I'm going to link an article on a website that I found that's more of a comprehensive list and gave me this list that I'm going through now of in-person markets. So we'll be sure to link that in the show notes. I think the website was The Balance. SMB, thebalancesmb.com, but I'll link the actual article in the show notes. Okay, so the first one is America's Mart, and that's in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. This is a market event I have personally attended, and I know as a first-timer how intimidating it can be, so I wrote a five-part series on America's Mart. It's free, it's filled with helpful information about attending the Mart, Everything from traveling to navigating the buildings, airports, how to, how to get there, how to navigate once you're there. This five-part series is free, and if you want to access it, um, we'll link that in the show notes too. It's in the shopkeepersacademy.com. But we'll go ahead and link that in the show notes. It can be really, really helpful to first-timers. It's actually even helpful to people who have been there before because it give, it, it, I give tips on how to make the most out of that five-day trip. Okay, so the first one is America's Mart, and that's in Atlanta. The second one is, I think it's the Mart in Chicago, Illinois. The third one on the list is the Dallas Market Center in Dallas, Texas. The next is Denver Mart in Denver, Colorado. It sounds like this one has a huge like antique and vintage show each spring, summer, and fall. I've never been to it, but I just want to mention that. Next is the California Market Center in LA, and they provide insight into sustainable fashion, organic food options, and much more. That seems to be a little bit of a niche for them. The next is Miami Merchandise Mart, and that's in Miami, Florida. And what's next? The New York Market Center in New York. New York, New York, of course. New York Now was not on this list that I found in this article, but New York Now is a big gift market. And I know there are people in our um, online communities who attend New York Now. New York Now's, I want to say, winter market um, was recently canceled. And I know that stung a bit. Um, but again, for safety, particularly in New York right now, they decided not to host it. I know they also recently hosted a virtual version, and I want to mention that some of these markets are offering virtual versions of their in-person market events. The next one is Minneapolis Mart. Uh, next after that is High Point Market. This is a big furniture industry trade show, and that's in High Point, North Carolina. 
Again, another popular one in our group. And then the last one I have on the list is San Francisco Design Center, obviously in San Francisco, California. Now, the ones that I just mentioned, these are the bigger, more popular markets, but I I know most states have smaller venues too. I just don't have the time to name them all. Because of COVID, some of these markets have gone virtual. I know I just mentioned that. But you might want to take advantage of them. It might be frustrating to you, but make sure that you check out and visit all of their websites. All of these markets that I just mentioned, we will also have linked in the show notes so that you can visit their websites and see what it is that they're doing. They will all be different. See if they have registration open. I believe America's Mart, one of their big events every year is in January. That's the one that I go to. They are moving forward and it looks like registration is open, but it'll be different for every market. All right, so that's the first one, in-person markets. The second one is directly, you can buy directly from manufacturers and vendors. To order directly from a manufacturer or vendor, you'll need to know the name of the business, right? And when my sister and I started our retail business, this was one of the biggest challenges. Without attending a big market event, like I mentioned a minute ago, we had no idea where or who to buy from. But times have changed, and sometimes you come across a vendor in a magazine, like Gift Mart magazine, or on social media, or in an article you read, or maybe you're in a store and you find a brand you love, or you're already aware of a brand that you love. Once you identify that wholesale company you want to buy from, you can most likely visit their website for more information. Uh, Many of these vendors have a way to apply online, they have digital catalogs, forms to request paper catalogs, or their website is equipped to take online orders after your application as a stockist has been approved. So again, this is a situation where you need to know the name of the manufacturer and then you find them online and move forward with applying to buy from them. It is challenging, and once you kind of get into the buying field and you're more familiar with all of these companies, that is easier, but it is an option when it comes to buying. The new sponsor for this podcast is the Shopkeepers Academy. Tell me if you can relate to this as a shopkeeper. You crave sisterhood from other retail shop owners going through the same thing. You desperately search online for tools or education that will help you get ahead as a business owner, but Google is exhausting because you're busy running a business. And when you do find resources online, it isn't tailored to your type of business, an independent retail store. You need the guidance of lessons and information that empower you to keep your business afloat, or better yet, thriving in this stressful world. That's where the Shopkeepers Academy comes in. The Shopkeepers Academy is an online platform that was built specifically for independent retail business owners. It's a one-stop shop to sign up for education and community. Whether you want to grab an affordable ebook like a nine-page shipping guide or get access to a comprehensive list of lessons by subscribing to the Shopkeepers Learning Lab, or if you want to join Master Shopkeepers, and that's a paid mastermind group of brick and mortar store owners, you'll know that every option in the academy was designed for you, the independent retail business owner. I want to help all brick and mortar retailers work less and profit more. Is this what you want too? Visit shopkeepersacademy.com for more information. Okay, number three, online wholesale marketplace platforms 
Over the past few years, this has become extremely popular and there are multiple options now. So to name a few, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about when I name the first two, FAIR and Tundra. But now there's also Bulletin, Abound, Stockable, and many more on the way. One international option that I know of is Alibaba, although I've never ordered from them. I have a few community members who have, but I am not experienced with that platform. That's been around a while, but the newer ones for sure and the most popular probably right now are Fair and Tundra. We'll have all of these listed in the show notes too, but essentially, if you're a brick and mortar store owner, or even if you're an e-commerce business and you have a resale license and or a federal tax ID, you can apply online with any of these platforms. And then what happens once you get accepted, you'll be able to find vendors and products. You can use filters on their website. So let's say, for example, you're a stationary store. You can filter, you know, by cards or paper products. Even if on some of these platforms, you could even focus on handmade only. You can filter by maybe the state you're in if you only want to carry products by people who make items in your state. Lots of things you can do. The minimums are usually small, which is nice for small retailers like us if you have a small buying budget or you're just starting out. I did write a blog post to explain the difference between Tundra and FAIR, and I'll link that in the show notes too. In the future, I might write another one to get into more detail about all of the newer platforms too. But I know the first blog post I wrote, it's probably one of my most popular, and it's helped a lot of shopkeepers figure out, do they want to order from either platform or from both platforms or the way they run their businesses, it might resonate more with a particular shopkeeper. So go ahead and read that article too. And on that blog post, There's an offer from Tundra that if you register and make a first purchase on their platform, you get $50 for free in merchandise. I will say that it is an affiliate link, so I also get a bonus too. So just make sure that you check that out when you have a minute if you're interested in in buying from an online wholesale marketplace. Okay, so the next one is You can buy directly from people that make the products. And this can be a fun one because oftentimes retailers are finding makers on Instagram or Facebook, or if you attend like a shopping event in your area, it could be an outdoor market event. It could be an indoor market event. It's a great way to find vendors for your store. You'll have to ask if they wholesale or consign, but this is a great way to find handmade products for your stores. And I will say we have quite a few makers in the shopkeepers lab. And they, I think for the most part, all offer wholesale. So sometimes all you have to do is ask or visit their website and their website might have a specific tab just for the wholesalers, just for anyone inquiring to stock their items. But again, this is for handmade items. There are thousands of handmade artists who would love to be in your stores. You probably even get pitched via emails. But again, that's a great way to buy and a great way to buy handmade items. And that's for sure something that's trending over the past couple of years uh, are handmade items. Okay, so the next one is wholesale craft suppliers. If you make your own products rather than buy products to resell, you're most likely looking to buy wholesale craft supplies. So Doris 
It was D-A-R-I-C-E. Darice was a podcast sponsor earlier this year and, and late last year. Darice is owned by Michael's Craft Store, and they recently announced that they're closing. And I know this affected many makers in our savvy communities. So many people not only bought items from Darice to resell, but a lot of the handmade artists bought their supplies. And I can't tell you how many store owners who host workshops also bought supplies from Darice to, to host their workshops, to make the products for their workshops. And I know it affected a lot of people in the savvy community, but I want to let you know that I wrote an article recently because a lot of women, a lot of shopkeepers were asking, well, now where do I buy from? Where do I buy my craft supplies from? Where do I buy my product supplies from? So I wrote a blog post and we'll link that in the show notes as well where I list some alternatives to Doris. And it's pretty lengthy. There are lots of options. Um, my virtual assistant helped me categorize them by product type. So if it's like jewelry supplies, um, more craft sign supplies, we tried to break it down that way. So we'll link that article in the show notes too. But that's another place where a lot of people in our communities are buying from. Okay, and then the last thing is, if you're a vintage antique dealer, um, then you're sourcing products from a variety of places. And that could be from local pickers in your area who you collaborate with, estate sales, barn sales, garage and yard sales, auction houses. Or you may have a system set up in your own store where you accept things that people are selling to you and then you resell them. I know some of you have lots of established relationships with people in your areas for that. And I don't want, I didn't want to exclude the shopkeepers in our communities that don't sell new stuff. So I just wanted to make sure I covered that too. This episode only covers the where to buy. I personally can't vouch for all of the options I mentioned in this podcast because I don't have experience with all of them. I haven't been to all of these market events. I haven't purchased from all of these online platforms. I think it's important to point out that there's so much more to buying wholesale, like pricing, reliability, customer service, freight, all of those things. You have to consider a lot before you get into a buying relationship with a vendor. Just because a wholesaler is prepared to sell to you doesn't mean it's immediately a good fit for your retail business. Do your homework. And if you're a member of the Shopkeepers Lab or Master Shopkeepers, ask others for their past experiences or opinions on a particular vendor or a market event or an online platform. It really helps to hear from other shopkeepers. If you want to see the show notes to this episode, and this is going to be an important one because we have so many things linked in these show notes, you'll want to visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 48, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 48. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.